Are you a cake maker running a business or a business owner making cakes? Hi, I'm Sammy. Hi, I'm Bronya, and welcome to the business of cake making. We have two guests today. The first is an award-winning sugar craft teacher. She's a Cake International judge, and she also runs Cake Minds teaching courses and Cake Minds Collective magazine. So welcome, Rue Strand. We also have Sam Stringer. She uh, owns Treat Me Sweet a cake making business making wedding cakes and celebration cakes she's also a cake international gold winner she's working alongside rue on cake minds teaching courses let's jump straight in and meet these two amazing people hello sam and uh, rue welcome to uh, the business of cake making thank you so much for coming on our podcast today it's lovely having two guests as well rue the first question goes to you um you went to college (laughs) uh you went to college and studied art and design uh did you have any interest in uh sugar craft at this point no i didn't that was a long time a long time ago um gosh actually just thinking it's nearly 20 years ago i did that when i was going into my 40s but um no at that time i was just really into all sorts of craft creative crafts and things like that i was a guider so i was doing an awful lot of um crafts with them and my own children i was a childminder so my back room was always full of feathers and pasta and all those types of things and, a childminder um, as well so I can were you yeah yeah the back room the dining room was never a dining room not a family dining room no. full of children's stuff yeah um, all the time. and and I've I've always had had craft you know I I had my mum my seventh Christmas I got a sewing machine so I started sewing at seven you know so I've my mum sewed my dad painted they've I was always brought up to, if you can't make it, you can't have it. So it was always, that's that's how my mind works all the time. I'd see, for example, I'd go somewhere and they'd be face painting and um, I'd think, I can do that. And so then I'd end up with 60 children in a line at the school fair. <laughs> the last <laughs> one there, last man standing doing doing all these children's faces. And I did my own children's cakes, as we all did when they were very young. And... Um, in the day before the internet, in the day before any kind of like real understanding and access to any sort of tutorials or anything, I think the only books available then were like Debbie, well, the only books I found, which were in the library as well, were Debbie Brown um, and Francis, um, oh, I forget, it's Francis, who did the little figures. She, there was a lot of, of a series of books and it was Make Cats or Make Dogs. Yes. Uh, Francis McNaughton, I think her name is. Um, yeah. I've, and, I used to have some of those, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to it. And so you just, you know, fiddle through it. But it it was when my children then were 18 and 21 and it was within three weeks of each other, um, I just decided that they could not go without a cake. And I'm not one to go and order (laughs) things. I don't, you know, like I say, I'd had to make it. And that was the the start of it, really. The first cake I did was um, Rachel's was a three-tier cupcake thing which I had no idea what I was doing she just I just knew that's what I wanted to make her it was huge <laughs> and and I, baked, so you, went I the in, only, you started small I did start small yeah <laughs> the, the only the only thing I had to bake in was some bake uh, basins like ceramic basins so I actually baked the cake in those to get the right shape no idea about carving <laughs> and then um 
Patrick's was a bit more, yeah, a bit more adventurous. And I actually made a, a carved standing Yoda. And so that was my wow. my baptism of fire. And I discovered this world and I was just like, I'm blown away by it and have been ever since. It never but stopped you, you surprising. Haven't... You haven't stuck with the the baking and the sculpting, though, no. have you? You've gone more into the decorating or the the finer decorating. How come you decided to to do that, to go that direction? After doing, a, you know, it takes a while. I think you start. It's the the modelling and the creative, the hands on fiddling and making that I enjoy the most, and so. To get to that point, you had to bake a cake. <laughs> so that was really, and I had, a, unfortunately, my customers had a bog standard choice of vanilla or chocolate or lemon. And that was pretty much it. But they they came to me because of how the cake looked. I mean, the cakes were nice, don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, I had my standard recipe, so I couldn't, I didn't have to worry about flavours and all that type of thing. And I think, but since I started like over 10 years ago, that has become very integral to within the cake making industry is that the flavors and all that sort of thing are are really part and, and the things that are available to people to to do the flavors it's grown as well so but for me it was just about um decorating and then I, eventually people started to ask me to teach and so i i got into that realm and i, I found i didn't need to bake anymore i could just make things all the time so <laughs> I was <That's> happy. <laughs> I, I'd quite happily not do the baking sometimes as well. I'd, I'd pass that over and do just do the making. Yeah, <laughs> I like eating them. Um, okay, so <laughs> Rue, another question for Rue, and then we're going to ask you something, Sam. Um, uh, yep. So, cake mind. Um, so, can you tell us about Cake Minds, um, how you came up with the idea, uh, where you got the name and brought it all together? As we just discussed how I made cakes and then I got into teaching and um, I started to run a monthly, monthly modellers club. And that was back, well, it's been over eight years now that I started that. And I do like a monthly two hour class on a regular basis where the, a group of people would come together and we'd learn. And it was always, it was, this wasn't, it was years later and I'll get there as to what ref, I reflected on and just sort of realized in myself, but it'd be um, the same group of people every month. Um, I had about seven or eight groups running at the sort of the, the, the highest point of it. And they'd come to my house, sit around the kitchen table about five, six, four or five people, six at the most, uh, depending on what, what size table I had <laughs> at the time, and um, have a cup of tea and we chat. And it, it just became that these people became my friends. And so I ran this for quite a few years and it became more and more challenging because as you can imagine, seven years down the line and you're still teaching the same people, a two-hour class. There's not an awful lot you can do in two hours. And then I was I was going to move to France that's a completely different story altogether, which we don't need to worry about because mm -hmm. um, back here now, back in the UK. Um, and I was getting asked if I would start the monthly modelers up again. And so I did. And it was when they all came back together that I realised just how much that those, um, those meetings had meant to people. Um, I realised, I kind of stepped back and I saw that how people had become grown in confidence. So a lot of people had come to me because um, 
not just to learn sugar crafting, but to be part of a group and meet other people. And um, I had people that had ladies that were had been widowed, had been divorced. They had um, anxiety. They were had work related stress, and there was an awful lot of. And I, I watched them grow in confidence. I watched them grow into forming really lifelong friendships. And I mean, I just felt well. I can't even put it into words what it made me feel because it's it's too deep inside to that kind of watching people and you think, gosh, I enabled this. And um you must have been very proud. I'd I'd read uh, yes. I mean honestly it really it really is just so as I say, I can't I, but it I just it was just so lovely to see all these people that had made friendships. I mean Sam made friendships with people when um uh in a in a different arena that I I worked with in cake breaks in France which we can talk about later but um so I thought how lovely would this be if we could if we could, if if everybody had a chance I wanted to sort of spread the love so to say it's a bit cliched but it really is that simple <laughs> it is it is I just felt wouldn't it be really nice because I ended up with friends as well it wasn't just my students they weren't my students anymore they became my friends mm. and I went on holiday I went on my first girly holiday with a group of students you know of my students so to say and um they it, it just changed how I saw everything and how I saw, saw, you know, there's so many classes, you just go to it, you do it and everybody kind of connects and then they disperse and that's it. Yeah, and they've all had a really true. lovely time, but it goes and it disappears. But the, the, this was just constant little classes once a month. And I, I, so I thought, how lovely would this be? And that was kind of where the idea stemmed from was to look for teachers that they could then build their own little communities of sugar crafters and with that also that type of thing where a lot of people were obviously from my area because they had to come to my classes where I lived. So they lived within a, a you know, commutable distance. So if you got stuck for making a cake, then you could talk to, you could ask somebody in the group if they could take it on or, you know, for help. And very often it would be, next month, can we make such and such? Because I've got a cake that's got to do that. <laughs> and so we would do it. We would do it together and we learn together. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, and I just, it's also supporting people um, coming into the industry because this, this was another part of it was I saw so many posts and I still see it and it really hurts I, 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 that, that people's confidence is so low about themselves where they say, I might as well stop now. I'm just not good enough. And that, that's a huge thing that Mind, I really... Mindset find, in this industry is awful, isn't it? We've got absolutely. a terrible mindset, yeah. Yeah, and that's where I also wanted then that those small pockets of local groups. The teacher could then, because they'll have been in the industry for a while, they've been through all that and they've learned that actually it doesn't matter. You know, we still get it, this imposter syndrome, but yeah. that they could support those people coming into the industry and say, you mustn't worry, don't let it, you know, don't, it's not a problem. Just keep going, don't compare yourselves. And just, just that kind of like, being a mentor to those people coming in and just kind of like leading them in the right direction. Don't copy people's cakes. Ask if you can copy a cake. Don't take people's photographs. All those little things that some people just don't even realise yeah. that there is an etiquette <laughs> behind it <laughs> just to sort of, you know, <laughs> put that little seed out there. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> 
so that's that's how it kind of started and um and and yeah and I've been blown away how how successful and how how many people have come on board with that and it's it is amazing and hopefully it'll grow <laughs> mm. <laughs> fantastic right we're gonna we're gonna bring Sam in now because Sam yeah, is sorry, one Sam. of the teachers on no, your she is yeah she is one of the teachers in Cape May so Sam how did how did you get into cake making how did you meet Rue because I know you went on one of the um cake breaks I, I think when I, I first met you you'd just been on one of the cake breaks yeah it was quite oh gosh how many years ago was that now yeah so, so yeah tell us about yourself okay so um how I started um it was quite a, 2013 I started and um I was quite heavily pregnant sat at traffic lights just stopped and I said to my husband, oh, you know, look, the throwaway comment, like, I, I just need to start working for myself. I'm fed up. I was going to work and I was just fed up, probably hormones. And I just said, I want to work for myself. He said, well, what are you going to do? And I said, I went through all a list of things, photography, creative writing, all creative stuff that I've had dabbled with, dressmaking, all of this stuff. And then I said, cakes. And we both looked at each other and actually laughed because we remembered the first cake, the only cake I made with packet mix and Betty Crocker and it was horrendous that I just chucked like <laughs> chocolates on it and it was like this dome and we don't even talk about the brownies I made um so yeah we both laughed and then I just thought um, I don't know if you remember back in the 90s um there was a program called faking it and there'd be uh, like a hairdresser yeah. or a, a sheep shearer from deep wells who oh, would yeah, then have to convince yeah, yeah do you remember They'd have to convince a panel yeah. that they're and they are top London stylists. Somebody had to do dancing. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, there was a pole dancer and she had to be like an equest. Is it equestrian? The, the horses. Um, and I used to, I was fascinated by that because I thought if you, anyone can do anything if you've got the, you know, the, the passion or the want and anyone can do it. So that's, by the time that traffic light went red, went green, sorry, I was like, I'm doing cakes. I'm going to do it. And I, I was like, if the worst thing happens, <laughs> at least the cake, the kids got cakes and I've learned something. So I've come at it a different angle compared to most people I speak to who've made cakes and people say, oh, you should do this. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. And about two days later, I had my business name and I was like, I'm going to make a business out of this. And I hadn't even made cakes. <laughs> so a lot of the time, I think you need visualization, a bit of you know passion about what you're doing and just do it so the next thing was I was being made redundant and I so I opted for that and so with the money that I got actually what they did is they paid for me to do a college course so I went and did a course at the local oh, wow. uh, college yeah um so they paid for that I think it's about 600 pounds or something but I didn't even finish it because it was just wow. so outdated it was just the stuff we were learning was just not something that I wanted to the area I wanted to go into they needed to upgrade it really so then I started looking online and I come across Rue um I was making a boobs cake for somebody actually just someone I did it for 10 pounds someone I worked with I said oh 10 pounds felt I ripped her off just to make a pair of breasts and as I came along was looking at these risque cakes I come across one of Rue's one which was a to have and to hold I don't know if you remember that one Rue oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah I won't I won't um, explain what it was, but they were holding something. Um, <laughs> so, 
so I, I thought that was really funny. And then I, um, I looked more into Rue and found a lot more about Rue and saw that she was doing the retreats where we go abroad. And I thought, I'm doing that. That's, that's definitely a bit of me. Then spoke to a few people in the in a local cake group that we were we were part of, and um, quite a few people said they were going, and um, yeah, we we all trundled along and went to France and learned how to make ca- cakes properly, <laughs> and that's my uh, real weird story. I can't think of anything more idyllic than sitting in France making cake stuff. Just and you came back as well before. twice. You came back again, yeah. didn't you? Wow. I came back. Yeah, <laughs> came twice. Yeah, twice, came I twice to France. Well, to be honest, why wouldn't you, though? Is Sam's experience typical um, with her um, getting into cake making and meeting you and everything? I don't know about Sam's um, getting into cake making being typical. I think that's quite unique. The the end bit. (laughs) Yes. uh, So, um, yeah, as a becoming a Cake Minds teacher, yes, I think people, what I found is there's a lot of the people have come on board that have that kind of same ethos that um I don't like that word very much but uh, that that same belief and that passion for actually wanting to help other people and just support other people um so that's um, I seem to be attracting like-minded people to become teachers and that is the what's coming through is that they say I've I've looked and I've seen and I really like what you're doing and so I'd like to be a teacher. You've got um, uh, somebody over in Australia that's teaching for you. Yes we have. Uh, Lisa is originally British um, but she's been over there quite a few years now and Lisa uh, yes that was out of the blue that was that was lovely. So Lisa's um, one of our teachers in Australia. Um, I you know there's nothing to say that this can't be done anywhere in the world you know with the internet you know that it's not really not there's nothing to stop you. I've had inquiries from somebody in France I've got a lady in Austria who's interested but just with the situation at the moment um i understand that some people may be a little bit con- cautious about taking on something like this because obviously there's you know i won't there's no hiding that there is a cost involved because i can't do everything for free no <laughs> but uh, there is you know behind the scenes there's a, there's a lot of support sort of thing but um we are kind of hoping we are some of our teachers have already moved online and are teaching the classes online and the, bo- the beauty of that is that we actually can reach anybody anywhere so people who can't leave the house so we aren't just we you know it just opens up the door that those people who maybe are stuck at home for whatever reason or don't have somebody near them live remotely they can actually access this and then be part of a small regular group and make the friends that way and 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 those uh have that support there yeah um i think that i think that's such a good idea it it, um covid has opened up a whole new world for us really hasn't it yes yes a lot lot more online stuff i think we've become i mean a year ago people were so frightened of using zoom and those type of things and i think unless well they've had to people have had to do this in order to keep their sanity in some ways to be able to speak to other people and have outside contact so you know they've had to bite the bullet and they've had to just try it and see if that's and and that's something that our teachers are doing and we're really aware that at the beginning um the the uh, people who were already doing the face-to-face classes which is what we primarily want to do their students were a little bit cautious about going online and how would it work and so um some of the when they are doing it what we're having is like a like a just a little informal coffee meeting 
just so that they can get used to using that environment and being in Zoom and all that type of thing. Yeah. And um, and then, you know, maybe the next time they might do a little sort of hands-on little, you know, uh, skill session and then they then they feel more confident. And that is how a lot of – a few of the te- – well, a lot of the teachers have then gone on to um, just carry on and do it online. So well, it worked quite well, actually. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a real, really nice way to ease people's um, confidence in what they're doing, not yes. just the sugar craft, but the, the whole interaction with everything as well. Well, this is the other thing is sometimes when you do an online class, um, and this was my concern, and this was a lot of the teachers concern. Over the, um, and I mean, over the year, initially, we just we just went, right, let's just leave this. Um, because we thought we'd be back in July and then in September and mm-hmm. then and in January and I could see it wasn't going to happen. And I, I yeah. in September time, I stepped up and said, no, we've got to change something. We've got to, for anybody that wants to do this, there's no pressure at all because I also don't put pressure on the teachers to do anything. I don't, there's no expectation to do any of it. It's entirely down to you. So, because I, they're human beings as well. They're no, they're not superhuman and they can't just, you know, change their mindset into how they felt over the last year and just go, you know, we're all, we're all different. So, and that, and I respect that of everybody. So we have some people who haven't started it, but those that want to absolutely 100% behind them. And we're all working together to make it happen. Um, lost my train of thought. Oh no, that was it. So, (laughs) yeah. So, um, the online classes, a lot of people, um, weren't so keen because or, or our students weren't so keen because their experience of online was a big class a big zoom thing you couldn't talk to the teacher and all that type of you know there, there, there's no interaction there was no follow-up and they didn't feel they could learn properly so we ended up sort of splitting it into the project and learning a project and then another session which was more relaxed so it was about having that chat and that cup of coffee and learning and discussing things and it was much more laid back so they they're called skill support sessions where so they get two sessions a month really a two-hour session of learning a project and then a follow-up where it's a lot more relaxed and you know if there's some an element that they've been stuck on because it's not face-to-face the teacher can actually spend time showing them how to make a hand or you know a paw or something and go over it and they can either sit and watch or they can take part, you know. So Excellent. that's what we're hoping to kind of address those those areas yeah. that are lacking when you do learn online because definitely yeah. it isn't the same. So, Sam, have you have you had the opportunity to take um, to, to do online classes with any students yet? You know, have you have you been teaching um, now? Everything's a bit more remote. Right. So my my plan was to start in February because um, I only joined end of end of the year, uh, end of the last year. Um, but as you can tell, I've got computer issues and connectivity issues. Um, so I'm still going through that at the moment and I'm trying to get that, get ready for quarter two. Um, but to be honest, right. it's brilliant. What, what Rue and the, t- and the team are doing, um, and Rue does so much work behind the scenes, it's just amazing that I don't have to think about all of that think about what I'm going to teach think about the content for social media because I've always wanted to get into teaching because that is my background but she's they do so much and Rue does so much behind the scenes that just takes that off so yes as a teacher 
I pay pay into this to be part of Cake Minds and it's worth every penny. So even though I've not done anything to recoup any money back yet, um, I'm just so pleased to be part of um, this community as well. You've got a teaching background, but does Rue also help you with the, the techniques for teaching sugar craft as well? Yeah, so um, to, we, we've set up, what's really great about this, um, Rue say, tell you too, um, is that we have um, regular team meetings, so where we just pop in right. and talk to each other. So I've had real struggles with, um, so what I haven't had previously is, well, how am I going to video this? What what equipment do I need? How am I going to use that? And Zena from one of the other teachers, she's done a tutorial and face-to-face, and we've just chatted basically um, mm. about how I bring this wow. into real terms. So, you know, what am I going to actually do? Where do I get it from? Tips and tricks. And then I sent out a note to him the other day and just said, look, help me. I'm struggling. I want to check my connectivity. And straight away, I had three of them saying, come on then, include me, send it to me. And then we all had um, a a chat on the call on the Zoom and realised, yes, I do have real bad connectivity. (laughs) So back to the drawing board for me. Um, But, yeah, it's it's great because I've always wanted to do it. But to start it and do it on your own is really hard. But to have a team behind you, it's, it's just great, especially yeah. now. I actually talk to people. <laughs> this is a problem with a lot of cake makers in general, isn't it, though, that we all work in our own little bubbles and we don't have that support. And I imagine with setting up teaching as well, it's, you know, it's like that that little bubble to the next level, really, isn't it? it, it I, I, I just say, Sam, that is it, the, um, the teachers are... I never, ever expected this as well from actually setting up Cake Minds. And they, we have a staff room, we call it, and um, the teachers are just, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is absolutely, I can't even, again, put that into words. They are so, so supportive. I didn't expect it at all. Um, my, my stance when I started was to say, if there's anything you need help with, you let me know and I will go and I will sort it out. So the, the website is full of all sorts of tutorials. Um, it was all about setting up face-to-face initially. There are videos on setting up online, but Zena had been, of Zena's Cake Creations, um, Zena Robeson had been doing this for a while herself and just stepped up to the mark and said, if you like, I can make a video for everybody and did uh-huh. some tu- did some one like group tutorials on Zoom on like live teaching. She did that and then made a video as well. And this is this is what I am finding with all the teachers. We are something and they they just step up and they're just willing to join in. There's no for the with the teachers because they have their own um, area. They're not in competition with each other because it was face to face. They had their own catchment area. So and I was very, very keen that they wouldn't. Um, be stepping into each other's area so if somebody comes along I will always ask um, the teacher within that kind of like and it's not a radius because you have to think about like Northern Ireland people will travel further because it's more remote and more rural so you think of that kind of demographic and so um, there was no competition of people pinching each other's students and so they they just talk freely about um, well it's not just technical stuff and teaching it's become a very very supportive group about anything you know personally as well so it's it is a it's a really good and, and I have just been blown away by that kind of outcome from setting yeah. this up the that outcome it sounds very comfortable as if you're um, all enjoying it as opposed to it being more of a work thing you've, you've become a family yeah. That's yes. 
that's so lovely. I think, I think you'd agree with that, wouldn't you, Sam? Absolutely, yeah, I would. Rue, what are you excited about for the future for Cake Minds? Um, teaching side you've got it sounds like you've got so much going on uh, just just it becoming more um of a, a global brand of us reaching more and more people really for us to get back together uh, back to face-to-face teaching mm-hmm. um i think that is the most important but actually what's come out of covid is being able to offer some online stuff as well so that people who who actually even w- in that time when we can teach face-to-face there are still people who can't access a face-to-face class so they can become part of a small group online and make bonds that way and 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 have that sort of form that friendships but yeah it's it is it's growing it more and having more teachers on board and growing the student base um and there's lots of there's all sorts of things that can come from that that we can work with and do for our students to make it more um of, of value to them as well but you've also you've also got a magazine as part of Cake Minds, which is is it recently launched? I've seen a couple of issues. Um, yes. Did you always intend for there to be a magazine? No. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> well, yes and no. It's an idea actually. Another teacher, Marie McGrath, and I of Marie's Bakehouse, we've been friends for many, many, many years, and um, it's kind of something that we tentatively tried quite a, quite some years ago and it didn't really take off the people weren't committed to it and so it, it kind yeah. of went by the wayside and um it was inte- it was intended to be something um for the students a bonus for the students as being um for, for their membership um so I could just say actually once a teacher's paid their membership to be a Cape Mines teacher they're all the money from because it's so it's not like a a um a pyramid scheme type thing or a, or a franchise it, all the money that the students pay them goes to the teacher so they that's they just have one payment as a membership to me wow and then okay. every all their money then they get from teaching goes to them uh-huh. um oh, that, but um good. we wanted to make sure that our students felt valued and that we gave them more you know they they weren't it wasn't just about classes that there was more for it that in in their their um subscription that they paid each month to do their classes so initially it was just going to be for students a bonus for them but actually it became we decided that it would be it would be a shame to not have it available public publicly available and for everyone to be able to get some benefit from it because it's actually free isn't it because i I, because i know i i looked at it I don't know where I found it but I found it and I remember messaging Sam to say it's amazing I can't believe all this is for free because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just it was so incredible <laughs> no because I it's no it is free because I want it to again it's about it being accessible and it's just I'm not in this for the money and that's the only thing I can say I'm just that's not who I am it's right. never been who I am um I'm more about I get more joy from supporting people. Obviously, I have to live, you know, (laughs) that type of thing. (laughs) But I love doing this. And I just... I just wanted when I put put the suggestion to the teachers because um, I will I run everything by them and I and I also will ask them for ideas and it's it's a very much although I head this it's very much I suppose you might call it a cooperative type of thing where right. everyone can put suggestions in and they will be taken on board and we will discuss it and um, you know I, 
so sometimes you can't, you just can't do everything on your own, can you? So yeah. you need the thought, and you need to know that people are on board with you. So, and anyway, the the uh, response to doing a magazine was just uh, yeah, really, really, really positive and really good. The thing for the teachers was that the only people that could write tutorials would be teachers. And right. although I've had um, requests from other people, which is lovely at the moment, it is just for our teachers to to actually write things. And that's putting the, that's putting them out there as their their expertise Absolutely. out there, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. And that's that's again, that's what I wanted to do with that is to give them an opportunity and a platform. If they wanted to come to me and say, can I write a regular article about X, Y, and Z that was, you know, cake-related or well-being-related? And we do have some teachers. Maria Ditch, who is a mental health first aider and nurse, she writes a regular um, column, you know, articles about mental health. And Lee Bray is a mindfulness teacher, fitness instructor, and she's also recently done nutrition. So there were other sides to us cake makers as well. And um, she wrote regular articles on well-being and that sort of thing. And then I'll just add my tuppence worth in of what I think as a layperson. Okay. Because I, it's about, you know, just having some confidence at just how I feel and, and see things like, you know, self-confidence and not judging yourself. And, you know, we're, yeah. all, we're all on this journey. So I just put my tuppence worth in, as I say, every so often. How long does it take you to um, get the content of the magazine together? Do you work on it constantly over the month? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the what we are to to work out content this this might (laughs) amuse you our content I found a website with that had all the national days on it and each month we take ideas from that so their national kite flying day or there'd be stress awareness month so those things naturally come in and that's what we'll discuss for that month um national circus day so you'll a lot of that that had just in, had just gave yeah. us inspiration you said kites to, and circus and all of a sudden there's lots of ideas flowing around your head isn't there it's just absolutely amazing. so yeah. you every and they and the teachers have have free reign to go in and um have a look at anything that they want to do and they just put their name next to something and then they can make sam's done a few models for us and but and she chooses to make models because that's what she enjoys doing. But if Sam wanted to do a carved cake or a cake or cake toppers or cupcakes or cookies, entirely up to her how she she does that. I don't actually, you know, I, I might go in and say we need something else, and they'll come up. You know, somebody will step up to the mark, and um, they'll just do something. It's, it's it's wonderful. It is really really good. Sam, did you make? Was it a little dog you made in your one of your ones yeah. that I saw? <laughs> The first edition was a little a little schnauzer, um, and then the second one was for Alien Alien Day. Um, so I made a little alien, right. um, and I've just just finished my third one, which will be in the new the new magazine. But yeah, there's such a, a like I said, Rue does so much. There's such a list of you know these are all the things that we can think about, and we just go down and pick which ones we want to do or like come up with other ideas. It is like a real good community where we can we've got a really input into it. Um, but yeah, I love I love doing them. I love making the little models. Have you you've got your own setup in your own studio, haven't you, with with the camera and everything to do this? Yeah, I've got everything here apart from um, good internet connection. <laughs> I've got <laughs> such a delay. 
Uh, yeah, so even when when we, when I do start doing face to face as well, um, I I have I'm I'm a home baker, so I have a studio out in the back of my garden, so it's all um, purpose built, um, and I've got a nice big sturdy table, so I can get five people around um, my table, um, and that's one of the stipulations that Ruth said is small groups. Let's have some small groups so we can really connect with the people that are there. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing that. Uh, and in the meantime, I'm just trying to get um, all my, I've got all the equipment. I just need to get ready and do it really. So so where do you see Cake Minds going? I don't think we're very clear on when we can start teaching again. I think, I think, I think a lot of no. us are very, um, a lot of teachers and, and quite naturally are just kind of like, we, we need to see this firsthand and, you know, be told, yes, you can teach face to face again. But yeah, that, yeah, that's the most, the ideal thing. Um, I mean, I feel like, I feel like we have lost a year. Um, there were going to, I have yeah. all sorts of ideas. So that the student, basically mainly for the students that um, are involved. So we can have like for their money that they're paying each month, they'll have their class, a face to face class. We can have online um, interviews with different people in the industry that they get to be part of and that type of thing um and the magazine i want i still want to grow the magazine um providing that obviously we still have all the teachers on board doing it um but who knows how that will work in the in the future i'm very much a person who um has an idea just does it and then sees where it goes <laughs> and, and and cut because nothing's set in stone and you have to move and flow and be flexible and say, well, that's not quite I think this year working. has shown us that more than any any other thing, isn't it? Let's face it, you yeah. have to be able to be flexible, yeah. Yeah, and I've, I've always been like that anyway. It's like, all right, so this isn't working. What are we going to do instead? You know, <laughs> that's the story of my life, actually. So, right, okay, this is good today. Let's stay with this. Um <laughs> So, but yeah, I hope the magazine, I'd like to eventually do some more things with the magazine. Um, hope, hopefully we, as it um, becomes, um, you know, a, a bigger readership, we can have, um, we will gain some advertising from it, which but that would be generate the income to cover the costs involved because yeah. there are costs involved. Yeah. I have to pay for a platform to, for it to go on to, you know, so, yeah. um, but another element I'd like to look into, but I'm not sure how it will work, um, is that rather than paying for the magazine, we'd like to have a, uh, a charity each month, a mental health charity or mind type charity, um, that, um, people can just pay a donation to. That is and such a good idea. To, to use it for that type of thing. Most people who come in, to our industry have a story yeah. and it, Jen, it, they do everybody you talk to has a story of why they got involved apart from sam <laughs> <laughs> well no, she sorry, had a story she'd, she, she, she was she was fed up of working for someone else <laughs> yeah, they were ex absolutely and that is it and the, mine was a, a whole kind of like you know i was off work with um work-related stress um for one reason and another and that's when I made the cakes and I they became my therapy and you yeah. know isn't that a word that we just hear all the time especially yeah. in teaching that it's just so therapeutic but 10 years down the line that you know actually it can be very very quick before that that therapeutic pastime just becomes the absolute nightmare of your life you know 
And this is also what I want my teachers to be there to support those people coming in and, and try and stop some of that stuff, saying don't stay up all night, you know, just yeah. step back. It's just not do you any good. You'll burn out. I, I think there are a lot of us that have gone through that and are on the other side of that. And I mean, that's partly, that's partly why Sammy and I started this podcast, because we've yeah. been through that. And we want to say to people, you don't have to be living your life like that, staying up no. till three in the morning, finishing cakes. There's a smarter way of working to do this. 100 percent, 100 percent. And everyone's trying to be everything. There are groups out there we would like to, you know, support, a, you know, a, a, a charity or something that works with people with mental health problems. Um it's still very early days for that. I'm trying to work out how how that will work to the benefit of the charity without me having to find a, a huge upfront cost to collect money yeah. and also um, the, the charity losing a huge percentage of the money. Right. So I'm still in research for things with that, but that is something that we'd like to do. So you don't pay for the magazine, but you would make a donation. I like that idea. I'm totally on board with that. You've both been awarded gold at cake international which i'm very jealous about as <laughs> as well as uh, numerous other awards between you and rue you've been judge at cake international as well as um other very esteemed co- competitions how do you yep. become a judge uh winning gold <laughs> to start with sorry i think they like you to have a few golds under your belt yeah um right. and i know i was just very lucky i i was um I'd built up a a relationship with the judges because I'd entered quite a lot of times and they watched me grow. And I always took on board the feedback from the judges mm-hmm. and I would use that the next for the next competition. Yeah. And um, I think also winning best, I won best in show as well. So I think once very often when you've been win best in show, they will approach you and ask you to, if you would like to start judging. So that's, that's wow. kind of why, how I got involved. I, I'm not sure... I mean, that was quite a few years ago, and I think they may have changed things a bit now. I'm not really sure how they change it, but they do, as a because um, the head judge has changed as well since the time I got I, I stepped into it, and um, they have like I think a mentorship um, program that they okay. use now for judges. Yes. So, because we obviously haven't we haven't seen Cake International for a couple of years now, have we? So we're all kind of gagging no. to get back there. And yeah. mm. Sam, are you going to be competing this year? Oh, yes. I have got a, um, I've already got my drawing. I've designed my, I've done my design. It's on paper. It's on my desk with all the details that I need to do because I am renowned for leaving everything in the week of Cape National. Um, so I remember one time I was uh, up till six in the morning making, um, making little mosaics for my cake in the hotel in, in Birmingham and then had to take it at eight o'clock to be judged. Um, so, but I won gold for that. No, I didn't. I won silver for that. And the reason I didn't get gold is because I was up in my hotel room at six in the morning, still finishing it off. Um, but my very first case, um, the, my very first entry was in 2014. So I'd only been doing it for a year. Um, and I did, uh, I stupidly wow. <laughs> went and did uh, the big decorative exhibit. Because I thought, oh yeah, go big, 24 inch by 24 inch. So I did a big uh, lady in a kitchen. And it was actually um, Rue who taught me how to do faces. So I yeah. did this big face. And um, I, w- I remember walking in, I had my friend uh, Jade, who at, who I met actually at the um, Rue's uh, cake break in France. Uh-huh. So it all, it, this all ties up. 
Um, and then as I've been walking in holding this big book, this big cake, I'm going past all these cakes and I'm thinking, oh my God, like, what am I doing here? I felt so, like, I just put it down and went, run. And we just ran off and I didn't want to go back to it, so I was really embarrassed. Um, and luckily, if I'd ever have gone to Cake International as a non-competitor, I don't think I would have ever entered, to be honest. But then when I got back, I got silver. Yeah, I got silver. And I was like, oh silver. my God, I was so silver. I was so, so stoked. I was amazed. So you got silver yeah. on your first ever competition? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I've got, so I've got, currently I've got three three silvers, one bronze and one gold. Fantastic. Well, we, we can't wait to see what you're going to come up with this year then. Yeah. Seeing as you've already done your plans. Yes. Well, the thing is, I um, this is the plan for the last one. But it got cancelled. So I'm just I, I've got I do I can design and draw quite a few plans and then I I narrow it down and decide which one I'm gonna go for. Normally about right. three months before. But this time I'm gonna do it differently. I'm gonna plan it. Um sort of do it earlier. Can't wait to see him. Can't wait to see it. I know what Sam's saying about being being the first the first show I went to is the first show I entered. I had never been and I, that I, I went and I'd entered the first show, and I know what she's saying. You kind of think, oh, what have I, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> but no going back after that. What was yours, Ruth? My, my first entry for Cake International was Cherry, the um, Harajuku girl with the umbrella and, yeah, standing figure, which is what I then went on to teach everybody, and that's what then Sam was able to to do her figure in her kitchen, in her little kitchen thing, as I remember that. Very proud yeah. that was. That's that's a, that's another thing about doing, being a teacher is then watching your students progress and do these things, and um, yeah, and I've had students from my monthly modeler groups, and that's something as well that hopefully eventually we get once we're all back to normal is that we can work on is um, having these things at Cake International and showcasing the students' work. And yes. I've always had a student table, and we used to just put stuff on there. That um, the te- the students made in class and all that sort of thing showcase it. Mm-hmm. And the last few years, um, not recently, but a few years ago, when they were doing it every year, they would just then actually um, they, they would get together themselves and organise it themselves <laughs> and produce the most amazing displays for the table. Yeah, and they they won best in show for their student their work as well. And they wow. would just, in fact, I wasn't even involved. They worked together as my group of students and. Um, there's a dozen or more of them. They weren't even in the same classes because they'd been a, they were just all, had all got to know each other through one means because they'd been with me for so long. There would be a, a main get a get together. So then they would just all work together. That's where I it was good. I, I have actually met you once before, but it was at Cake International, and I was looking. Um, I can't remember which year it was, but we had a chat about about that table. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah. I can't, my, my, my memory's terrible. Oh, but. Oh, oh, you <laughs> meet so many people, you, though. You would, have met, I did, yes. you would have just been a face in the crowd asking. A question. Yeah. But yeah, definitely a missing yeah. table. All the work yeah. that goes into it. Fantastic. Yeah. So so this is a question to both of you. Um, where do you see yourselves in the next three years? Do you have a three-year goal even? I get the impression that Rue possibly doesn't. Um, but <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I know that's really, really bad. <laughs> I just <laughs> I live by the day. <laughs> Dan, what's your goals for the next three years? Tell me those. <laughs> well, 
I don't really have any big aspirations beyond just being as get you know being as good as I can be and <laughs> producing some content for social media and um, just getting really underway with um, teaching. So if in three years' time I've still got connection issues, then I, there's, I've got an issue. <laughs> I think for cake minds, well, Sam's gone on <laughs> internet issues. <laughs> Bless her. Um, in this day and age, it's ridiculous, isn't it? My internet, and I've oh, shown no. Sam this before, is an EE mobile Wi-Fi box because I don't have it connected to where I live. Um, and, I, I, okay, I'm just going to put this out there. I don't do this very often. I live and in a static mobile home in um, in Gosport in Leon Salem. No uh, way, do I, you? Because just recently we lived in a mobile home in Gosport in Leon Salem. <laughs> for a month no not in not in kingfisher park yes oh my goodness (laughs) oh my god (laughs) no way yes i i have i've been there and i've had the big house and a husband that earned lots of money sorry if you listen to this Stephen, but um and um we're very good friends now i have to say but that ended and i lost a lot of things and made me change my life um and i met another somebody else who just it's just not materialistic yeah. and yeah. changed the way i think about things and we've we've moved over the last well the last 10 years i've moved 13 times including oh, moving to france gosh. and back and like just literally being over in france packing a car up and saying we can't do this and coming back to the UK and no jobs renting a house this was only about three years ago renting a house and then I I actually it was me how old am I this year 59 this year (laughs) and I I can't get a mortgage I don't I'm not earning anything at the moment Joe was lucky he was able to go back to a job that he used to do and um I just had visions of the future renting that you know what what on earth was going to happen you know what happens when we can't afford this yeah and a friend moved into into the um, a, a static home. Our neighbour, in fact, she moved into the into one of these, and um, I went to visit her, and I was just blown away by it. And it's I, I from going from a terraced house that was very dark, uh, front room, no sunlight. You know, the kitchen was a dark hole of Calcutta. Nobody was ever going to decorate that because it belonged to a landlord with all due respect to any landlords. But he just took his money every month. And I just thought, I can't can't do this. And um, we moved in here a year ago, just about a year ago, just after the lockdown. We were due to go move in as just the the day before lockdown got announced Mm -hmm. and it got stopped. But we got to a point where we had to say to the park, we really, we can't afford all of this outgoings for the van and our rent. Yeah. And they were very good and let us move in. And um, I absolutely love it. It's the best thing I've done. I've got a, a really light room and yeah. it's all I want. I've got a bedroom and a kitchen and a lounge and my family can come here and I've got the room for it and I am more than happy. Yeah. Amazing. So, that is brilliant i'm so pleased for you <laughs> and yeah i know i just don't i know but i just i see this is i just don't have those aspirations to i need my my life is about being happy yeah, and content yeah. with who i am and what i'm doing you know yeah i can afford to do things living here i can afford to do other things and yeah. you know and it doesn't you know i haven't been able to work over the you know i haven't earned any money because of covid yeah, yeah. um and Joe's been able to to keep the both of us, you know, so I'm just very, very lucky and I count myself as very blessed and lucky. 
Right. So is there is there anything that we should have asked you about Cake Minds that we haven't asked you that you'd like to talk about? No, I don't think so. I think I've, I've probably spoke for England there, really. <laughs> yeah, I do. I think how to find us. Okay, right. Okay, so your promo opportunity. Tell us where to find you, all your socials, everything, where we can get to you. Uh, well, we have the website, uh, cakeminds.co.uk. That's got all the information. There's a wealth of information on there, both for students and for teachers. And the first thing that people do, once I always ask them to go there and have a good read to give them a basis of what their expectations are. And um, then they can ask me questions. And then I'll have an informal interview with um, with anybody that's interested in being a teacher, but they need to sort of double check their areas free. Um, We are on Facebook, Cake Minds HQ, I think it is, or something like that. Just put Cake Minds, Minds, M-I-N-D-S with the S on the end. We're on Instagram. I love your Instagram account. It's always got really inspiring posts on it. There was one with pencils and colour the other day. I was it was amazing. Yes, (laughs) yes, we have. There's this. I was going to ask if it was my own personal account. Then that's that's private, but that's a bit more wacky. Like my. (laughs) So we've got the social media accounts: Instagram, Facebook. Um, On Facebook, we also have the Cake Minds Community Group. That's a lot more um, uh, kind of like a lot of inspiring uh, posts as well in there, and. That also in that group, it's a case of if you're reading the magazine, I'll often go in there and ask the Cake Minds community actually um, about different things that they did. Last month was about food mixers, and I asked their opinion on what they had, and I included that as an article in the magazine as well. So Excellent. I'm a bit, I'm a bit about grassroots bakers as well. So you know, I kind of like, I've always been uh, an advocate for the the the, the smaller person. And then I like to do an interview with. Um, sorry, we've gone back to the magazine again. Oh, the, uh, interviews with with um, with the with the people in the industry that we know. But I, I like it to be more about them than the cakes that they make because we all know about the cakes that they make. Mm-hmm. Um, but about them and how they got into the industry and 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 kind of how they found it and and growing themselves. Lovely. So it's hopefully a little bit of a different slant on that. Where else can you find us, Sam? Just basically Facebook, Instagram, and the website. Yeah all them places and i will put all of that in the show notes so if anyone if yeah. if anyone goes onto our website we'll we'll have all that information there for people to be able to click through to you yeah so they'll but be able to find you you've, you've, if anybody's been a bit um tentative about approaching me then i just hope that from this interview you've realized that we're all just the same <laughs> any different <laughs> to anybody else <laughs> I worry about things as well. I have imposter syndrome. I look at all these amazing figures that people make these days, and I'm just like, oh my word! So I'm so, I'm so glad I, I'm so glad I entered when I did. <laughs> just, you know, and, and I just now that I, then you have to kind of just accept that that's who you are, that's your style. Yeah. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. It's all right. Thank you so much, both for for joining us today. Um, it's it's. It's been so lovely to chat to both of you. It really yeah, has. And yes, I feel like it's yeah. been a chat rather than an interview as well, which has been quite nice. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you very much for inviting yeah, me. I've been very, very honoured to come and join you. It's been oh, lovely. Thanks again to Rue and Sam for joining us on the podcast today. It has been lovely to chat to them. If you want to get to our show notes, as always, head over to daisycakecompany.co.uk and you'll find all the links there. If you want to join us on Instagram, it's at the business of cake making 
or we have our own Facebook group, which is Facebook groups, The Business of Cake Making. Just click join and I will let you in. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.